Well, good morning. This is uh, one of the uh, services I look forward to every year. Um, one of our goals here is to remove every non-essential barrier between people and God so that they might have a loving relationship with him they can enjoy for all eternity. And things that we take for granted uh, many times, uh, other people in other countries, uh, it's just a, it's a need. Uh, how many got up and ate this morning? Had a good breakfast. How many wanted to have a good breakfast? How many enjoyed a cup of good coffee? Um, you know, those are things that we take for granted. Uh, we support uh, Orphan Network. Bob Cleary's here uh, from there, as well as Pastor Eddie. And uh, this is a time where Pastor Eddie gets to come. He's a, a bridge between the local churches here in America and the local churches in Nicaragua. And he comes and does a tour through the, through the states, uh, always comes here. We're so thankful for that. Uh, but uh, things that we take for granted uh, because of your generosity, uh, we feed over 100 kids or help feed over 100 kids in a, in a church there in Nicaragua. Uh, Pastor Carminda uh, does a tremendous job uh, with what she does there. And uh, Pastor Eddie is kind of our, our bridge to her. And uh, uh, during Christmas, we uh, collected for an angel tree for them to build uh, a oven outside. Um, something we take for granted. Uh, we have air conditioning. We like our ovens inside uh, there. And you put an oven inside a, a, a stone building and uh, no, no AC. It gets a little warm in the summertime, so uh, you help build an uh, oven for them. Um, but not only do you feed them, you help educate them. You help share the gospel with them through food, something that's just basic necessities that we take for granted but because of your generosity, uh, these things happen. And so we invite Pastor Eddie to come and speak uh, what God has laid on his heart and share with you uh, what you're doing uh, to tell a story. Come on, Pastor Eddie. Welcome him. Good morning. Good morning. Is it it's working? Great. Thank you. Good morning. How is everyone? Good to see you. It's one of these uh, days that I look forward to every year as well. Spending time with great friends, brothers, sisters, family, and sharing what God is doing. You know, what he is doing through you, through we, and we get the blessing together. I mean, we have the privilege and the honor to be his hands and his feet. To change lives and earth. So thank you so very much on behalf of Pastor Carminda and the kids in La Escalera community. Uh, thank you so very much. Thanks for changing Nicaragua slowly, advancing God's kingdom in Nicaragua. As I think of what, what God is doing, I think there will be a lot of stories to tell about, a lot. And I think stories will be told either from two ways, either from a first-person's perspective or from a third-person's perspective. And obviously, the excitement will depend on from what perspective am I sharing this story. So, for example, I can imagine after Peter walking on the water, they went back home, and I can imagine the, the disciples, the other disciples, you know, John, Simon, you know, wow, remember when Peter got off the boat, and he was walking on, 
And, you know, and he's sharing, he's probably talking with the disciples, or he might have gone to his mom and, Mom, you wouldn't believe this. Peter, he got out of the boat. He was walking. You know, as Jesus told him, come. He was walking. Now, here are the disciples sharing their experience from a third-person perspective. Or I can imagine Peter sitting and talking to his son. Wow, you wouldn't believe this, my son. Three days ago, things were really tough. You know, we thought the boat would sink. I was not sure if I would come back, if I would be here. But man, I'm here. But that's not the exciting thing. I walk. I can imagine his son looking at him. Is I wonder if my father is right. <laughs> Walking on the water, yes. And sharing this excitement from a first person's perspective, which I am pretty sure it is much, much, much more exciting than sharing stories from a third person's perspective. So I want to talk a little about Divine Intervention Moments. And this book, great book, awesome book, is full with so many divine intervention moments. And you can go from the very beginning, from Adam, Eve. I started in, with Noah. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people. For the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both men and earth. And the story goes on. And here is Noah having his divine intervention moment. Here is Noah with God. You know, and God is laying out, a pl laying, out, laying out a plan. And he's saying, this is what I'm going to do. But you know, you and your wife and your three kids and their wives go build an ark and you will be saved. So his divine intervention moment ended up by them being saved when everyone else was wiped out. But he had his moment. Then I go to, who's next? Abraham. You know, and here is God saying, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people, peoples on earth, will be blessed through you. And Abraham left. Abraham left. So he had his divine intervention moment. With God, he obeyed, and the rest is story that one day we will be hearing. Not only here, but in heaven. And this same Abraham, years after it says, The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre, where he was sitting. 
at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. And this is the moment when these three guys, one of, one of them said, and next year, I, surely, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now, remember it says, in the heat of the day, in the heat of his experience, in the heat of his moment, he had his divine intervention moment, and that ended up with Isaac. You might have been going, be going through your heat in financials, heat in your marriage, heat with your kids, heat at your job, at your workplace, in your health, you name it. But in those moments, God is very, very interested in wanting to have that divine moment, divine intervention with you. He wants it. He desires it. He loves us so much. And I go forward and I find Moses. And you know the story. You know, he ran away. Now he is with his father-in-law. He's taking care of the sheep and the cows. And, and suddenly there is a bush in fire. And he has his divine intervention moment. Wow! And that led into turning sea, as the song says, sea into highways. His divine intervention moment, you know, allowed him to have a lot of stories to share in first person's perspective. And you know the stories. And when he passed away, Joshua, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid. The Lord said, the Lord is here with Joshua. Joshua, now Moses is not here anymore. Joshua is having his intervention, his divine intervention moment where God is saying, you know, Moses is not here anymore. Now you are going to lead these people into the promised land. And you know the story and you will hear more Hear more about it here and in heaven. It's going to be exciting. Continued, and I find Gideon. Now, this is interesting because literally what is happening is the enemy, enemies of the Israelites are wiping them out. And not only their people, but all of their crops and their farms and their cattle and everything is being wiped out. So now in order to survive, what they, they, they did was they went into caves and hiding from their enemy. But now they're hungry. So Gideon is thinking, wow, it might be risky. But I need to go and harvest and bring food for my family and Where are my enemies? And I can imagine he might have been trembling. He might have been cowardly working. He might have been 
I'm sure he was filled of fear, scared, but he was working. And suddenly, someone behind him said, hey, mighty warrior. It's like, that's not with me. In your lowest moment, you can hear divine intervention. You can hear God saying, hey, mighty warrior. And you might believe that's not with me. And yes, it is with you because he has a great plan for you. He has a divine calling, purpose, a divine purpose, a divine task, a divine outcome for which you need your divine intervention moment. And it might be at the heat of the day. It might be when you're trembling and you trembling and you feel like I cannot give the next step. It might be when you're thinking my life is at risk. He loves us so much. And the rest is story. You know, you know the story and you will hear more about it. And then move, moving forward, I find Saul. When Samuel came and anointed him to be the first king of Israel. And then David. And it is exciting to see David's story as well, to read, read about David because now, there is a wonderful, there is a great party that is going to happen at your house. Can you imagine? Samuel, the prophet, the great prophet is here. And mom and dad and my brothers and everyone, they're going to have a great party. And they didn't invite me. They forgot me. And when my father heard about Oh, and you know Samuel is here to choose the next king of Israel. It's like, not David. And the first one went by, and the second, and the third, and all seven. And he's out there faithfully serving, faithfully giving, faithfully doing what he was called to do. And suddenly it's like, hey, David. Can you come join us to the party? And it's like, party? Man, you had forgotten me. Yes, but come. And he was anointed. And the rest is story. You know that. Jonah. It's interesting. Because it says, The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of huh, Ami. Ami Tide? Uh, there are so many names while I was studying and preparing. There are so many names that I can't, you know, Haikaik, Matait, and I, I, I can't even say this. And I was like, why, why is it so hard to say they, these names? It's because you don't give your kids these names. <laughs> so it's not like you're practicing every moment, you know, hey, Haikaik, hey, Matait. You don't. So it's, it, but, but the thing is, the word of the Lord came to Jonah. Go to the great city of city of. Nineveh, and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord to the belly of a fish. Into the belly of a great fish. You're thinking, that's not true. 
It is. It's just that I skipped. I went from verse 1 to verse 17. <laughs> because there might be moments when you're running. You, may, you might be running away from the Lord's calling. And what you know He is calling you to do. And all that you're doing is running away from His calling, from the privilege and the honor that He is giving you, direct into the belly of a huge fish. And I can imagine how you might smell after that belly, that fish belly. And while you're out there walking, going home, but you know what, I, if I had obeyed, and everyone around you is like, oh man, he smells. But he had his divine moment. And you know, as I thought of all of them, I'm like, Thank God Jonah was not Noah. Otherwise, we would have not been here. He would have run away. He wouldn't build the ark. And we wouldn't be here today. But thank God Jonah was not Noah. Noah was not David. And David was not. Thank God you're not your neighbor or someone else. You're you. God made you to his image with a calling, with a purpose, a divine purpose. To do what he wants you to do. So that you may have the opportunity to tell your stories in first person's perspective. And not in third person's perspective. Oh, remember when, the, when Peter, remember when Moses, man, they were walking. In, and you can be telling the stories because you read about it. Or you can be telling the story from a first person's perspective. Now, I think, personally, I think, in heaven, now we are going to get to heaven not because of what we do, at what we are doing or what we will do. We are going to get to heaven because of Jesus. Because of his mercy, mercies, his love. He loved us so much that God loved us so much he gave his son. So we will get there because of Jesus. All we have to do is accept that gift. And we will get there. But I can imagine once we're there, there will be so many moments when John, Peter, Matthew, Bob, Eddie, Mary, Martha will be telling stories in first person's perspective. And you might have two options. You, you might have option number one, sitting in a corner thinking, Martha? Is he talking about Martha, the, the lady I went to school with? I didn't even see that happened. You know, really? Johnny? No, that's not true. Wow, how come I missed that part? Oh, by the way, Jimmy? I missed that one too. You know, and Jack, my neighbor, I didn't even notice that happened. So many stories. That you might miss. I don't want to miss it. You really don't want to miss what God is doing, what God wants to do in your life and through your life. You don't want to miss it. You want to be among them. Option number two, among them telling the stories. Yes, and remember we walked, you know, on this highway. 
and man, there was water and water. And we were like, really? Sharing these stories in first person's perspective. I think that's what God wants for you and for me, for we. Now, why, I do, why do I believe that? Because I think you can live on earth and be saved. So I'm not talking about salvation. And be saved. But you can live a very, very, very boring Christian life on earth. And get to heaven and sit in a corner and continue being boring. Bored. And hear all the stories, and man, I miss that. Did that happen in Virginia Beach? Yes. At the Essential Church? But I was part of Essential Church. Or you can be in first row, you know, telling the stories. I can imagine you don't know Cesar. But Cesar is a kid in Pastor, Pastor Carminda's church. He came to the feeding program when he was little, with no shoes, very poor, with no hope, probably. Probably thinking in his head, me? Oh, no way. Will someone give a dime for me? Not for me. No, and suddenly he grew up. He met Pastor Carminda, Carminda's church. Feeding program, food, great, I can go there. Had food. He went to school. He finished sixth grade in a community where only one out of five finishes sixth grade. One out of five. He did it. He went to high school where most of them wouldn't go to high school. He finished high school. He went to school to be a teacher, to, be, to get his certification to be a teacher. And today he is teaching the kids in his community at Pastor Carminda's church. Because of essential. Because of you. Because of what Pastor said. Your tithes and your offerings and your donations. His life is different. And that story you will hear. You will see Cesar one day. And you will be like, oh, you're Cesar. Wow, how awesome. And you can talk with him about it. And he will share the entire story with all the details in a first person's perspective because of you. I don't want to miss it. At Orphan Network, I have seen God's hand, especially, especially in these last five years. God's hands all over. Divine intervention moments all over. And I don't want to miss it, sincerely. I don't deserve it. But he loves me. He loves you. He loves us so much. He wants us to be a part of it. So that tomorrow we can tell these stories. We can sit in our rocking chair, you know, and having great Nicaraguan coffee. <laughs> and telling great stories of what God is doing or God did in your life and through your life. In first person's perspective. It is exciting. It's not boring. Even when you're in the valley, maybe not up on the mountain, it is exciting when you can see God's hands in there because he's always at work. I can be in the valley. He is not. I can be on the mountain. He is not. He is God. He is over all. And he's working for you and I. And he wants the best for us. He doesn't want you to live a boring life. He wants you to sit and tell so many stories in first person's perspective. The problem is, many times we're not intentionally 
looking for God's hands. And we take so many things for granted. And we're missing all the excitement of life in Virginia Beach, life at Essential Church, at your workplace, your fam family. We need intentionally every morning to be looking for... For example, in November, we had to renew our legal documents as nonprofit in Nicaragua. Every month, I go to renew our legal documents. Every month, we receive it. You know, we have God's grace and his favor, his support. Every month, we receive our legal documents. In November, I went, and they said, come tomorrow. I went, come tomorrow. I went, come tomorrow. I'm like, oh, this is not looking good. You know, I called my wife. Every time I come and I leave, I call my wife. Yes, we got it. Or, no, we didn't get it. <laughs> and this day I came out, it was a Tuesday. I came out of the office, I called my wife, and I said, I didn't get it again. And she said, okay. After work, I went home. Like, probably 6, 6.30. And as I stepped in, she said, Come. Let's pray. So I went and I sat in front of her. And she grabbed my hands. And she said, let's pray. Let's ask the Lord to provide these legal, doc the legal documents. So we started praying. She said, I, I want to pray. So she started praying. And she said a phrase. As she was praying, she said, Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus that Eddie may not have to go back to, the, to that office that they may call him to pick up his legal documents. And I did that. I, like, I look at her. She's praying. She doesn't even know I had my eyes opened. She's not looking at me and my reaction. And I like, I'm like, that is not going to happen. <laughs> Never, ever. <laughs> Amen. Tuesday, in the, Tuesday evening, Wednesday I went to my office. Nine in the morning I'm sitting with David, our missions director, talking. The phone is ringing and I run and I grab it and it's government office. Hello? Eddie Morales? Yes, that's me. Your documents are ready. Can you come and pick it up? I felt God, like God, your God, my God, the God of all creation, the real God, came into my office right in front of me. I mean, I could have feel it, sense it. Look at me and, really, Eddie? <laughs> really? Are you going to trust me or not? Don't you think I can do this? I called my wife, I was crying. And I have seen so much. So much, so many divine intervention moments in Nicaragua in my life. And it is exciting. I don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. And it is exciting when you can share these stories from a first person's perspective rather than, yes, and Johnny, you know, he went up, he went down, he turned right, he turned left. No. 
God did it through me. He did it. Not my wife, not me, not our network. God is in control. He is doing so much. I forgot what time I had to finish. Okay. <laughs> and he is calling us. He is giving us. He loves us so much. He is giving us, giving us the privilege and the honor to be a part of what he is doing so that we may share our stories from a first person's perspective as well. The problem is not only that we're not looking to see. The problem is many times we're running. Running away and we run into the fish belly and we're, how come I got in here? You, you, you chose. Like Jonah. Now, is it easy? I don't think it's easy like Gideon. I think he was scared. I think his life was at risk. But man, he kept pushing. Your marriage might be at risk. Keep pushing. Don't give up. You will have so many stories to share then. Your kids, you might be struggling with them. Don't give up. Keep pushing. You might have great stories. You will have great stories to share next. Your father, your mother might have forgotten you. Keep pushing. God will call you to that great party. And you will have so many. You will sit and say, remember when that big guy, I was so little, and I beat him up. And I killed him. Because I had my divine intervention moment, even when mom and dad forgot me. And my brothers and everyone thought, him? No way. God said, yes, there are so many ways. And it happened. You don't want to miss your divine intervention moment. Because not only that one day you will have so many stories to tell, but because these are the moments that will fill you up, that will re-energize you every day, even when you're in the valley, even when you're battling, even when you're going through whatever you're going through. These are the moments when you remember, wow, I remember when God did that. Or I remember when I saw God right on the wall. I saw God in that. He saved me from that accident. And he saved me from, and he provided, and he took care of, and he, and he, and you can. And these are things that will fill you up to the point where on this earth, I guarantee you will not have a Christian boring life. And you will get to heaven one day and it's going to be even more exciting. But it's up to you. You don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. In the last 10 years, we have seen probably 25, 30,000 people come into the Lord through Orphan Network, through what God is doing through Orphan Network, through you, our Orphan Network. I've, I've seen hundreds of kids breaking cycles of poverty and thriving and flourishing and loving God and changing their community. I have seen it. I know a lot of them by name, by stories, a lot of them. Not all. Especially now that I'm 53, sometimes I forget. But I have seen it. I don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss what God is doing. Because that will definitely fill you up.
And one day you will share all these stories with so much excitement rather than living a Christian boring life, which is not exciting. Lord, we thank you so very much for what you have done in us and through us. But we thank you so very much because we strongly believe the best is yet to come. In each one of our lives, God, please help us to intentionally look for our divine intervention moment. Intentionally look to see your hands and to be filled with you, God. Please help us. Please help us. We worship you. We praise you. We love you. And we thank you so much in the name of Jesus. Amen.